One of the favorite things about Christmas is love stories. You know, a lot of people get engaged on Christmas Day, on Christmas Eve, and, and many people choose Christmas because it's such a beautiful time to propose to those whom they, lo- whom they love. Also, they also choose Christmas to introduce their parents, which I don't think is always the best idea because sometimes you see the best of families and also the worst of families during Christmas. But it's a time of love and it's a time of romance. And if you don't believe me, just turn on the Hallmark Channel and they have, since I think July, uh, because they have Christmas in July, movies about love stories. And and they all end the same. And by the beginning, when they introduce the girl that's getting into the old town, and, and, then, and then she meets the guy walking the dog, I know how it's going to end. <laughs> we all know how it's going to end. Or when the lawyer arrives to, to this town because he's trying to sue someone and he meets a beautiful girl at the cafe, you know how it's going to end. And, and it's so predictable. But somehow, people keep watching. And they watch it because love touches our heart. There's something very tender about seeing someone falling in love, seeing someone being in love with someone else. And we always root for them. We hope that it works. And today we're going to talk about a story, a love story that is the greatest story ever told. Soren Kierkegaard tells the story of this prince that fell in love with a peasant girl. And he really wanted to go and saying, uh, lady, I want to marry you. He could order her to marry him. He could pretty much just saying, you know, you are my bride. But he did not want to marry her. He wanted to have her being his wife. It wasn't about the marriage. It wasn't about the arrangement. It was about the love that he had for her. He wanted it shared. So he decided to do something very uncanny. He took out his royal robes and his royal clothes and went into the village dressed as a, as a peasant. And he got to meet her and her family, and, and is he working, and as he, as he labored, and as he did all the things that peasants did, she began to know him. He began to know her. She eventually fell in love with him for who he was. He did not want to impress her by telling her he was the prince. So he asked her to marry him. And she said yes. And then he asked her, if I was anyone else, would you still marry me? And she said yes. I'd still marry you because I fell in love with you, not about your background or anything else. And he revealed to her he was the prince. She was surprised, but still married him. That almost sounds like a, Disney story, doesn't it? And today we're going to read a story that is so much deeper, with such deeper love of a God that loved us. But if He showed up in His full glory, if He showed up and just ordered us to love Him, it would be really hard for us to 
truly love him. We would love him because of his beauty. We would love him because of his creation. We would love him because of what he has done rather than for who he is. And he knew that. He knew that he revealed himself in his full glory. We would be so enamored with the glory, with the pizzazz of God that we would not love him truly for who he is. So he decided that the only way for us to really know him was to send his son in the form of a baby. Now, we all melt when we see a baby, don't we? That's something so precious about the baby. The way they coo, the way they, they just, their hands and, and their eyes and their gazing, everything. And if you're not a parent, you love it even more because you don't have to stay in the sleepless nights. If you're not a parent, you, you, you absolutely love holding him until you smell something that it's a parent's problem. It's someone else's problem. And you had your time of enjoying this baby, but then once you smell it, there we go. Thank you for letting me hold the baby. When I was at the last church, um, the, we, we had mobs, mothers, or preschoolers, and they always put me on the baby's room and because they needed volunteers for a baby's room and because I got the older kids, you know, the three- and four-year-olds really rallied up. So, um, and they said, Pastor, you, you go to, to the baby's room. And every baby that was having trouble, they just gave them to me, and somehow they fell asleep. And I was like, I don't know, pastors have this ability to put babies to sleep. But holding a baby is something so precious. So God knew that we would fall in love with him through a baby. We'll fall in love with him through a child. We'll fall in love with him through a man who healed, who loved, who cared, who had generosity, who had compassion. And we would fall in love with God through Jesus. That's why he sent his son. And the word of God tells us in Luke chapter 2, in those days, Caesar Augustus, issued a decree, a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem to the town of David because he belonged to the house of the line of David. He went there to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, 
A Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praying and praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and to earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels have left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what has been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel has given him before he was conceived. Father, we thank you for this child, for this Jesus that was born 2,000 years ago. We thank you for this child that was a gift to the world. And today we praise you for this child has given his life that we may have eternal life. Be with us today as we are reminded of that silent night. We ask that you'd be with us. And as your son Name Emmanuel means God with us. We pray that you are with us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to ask the worship team to come forward. On the way uh, in, you probably picked up one of these, and if you did not, um, we still have a few available. Uh, but this is a, a thing we like to do at the end of our uh, Christmas Eve service. As we light up, with the Christ candle, we all going to have a light to be reminded of the beauty of the light that was brought to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And together we'll be singing Silent Night. Amen. As we prepare to go, let us be reminded of the silent night this holy night. May God the Father who created each and every single one of us, may His Son, Jesus Christ, was born in a manger, and may the Holy Spirit be with you this night as we remember the birth of Jesus Christ. Go in peace and have a merry and blessed Christmas. Amen. <laughs>